UXVU and the Caritas Commitment. This is Think Negative. I'm Jack. And I'm Chrissy. And Jack, we're going to go right at it today. Yes. We are no chit-chatting. We are going to go right to our conversation because we have very special guests. Very special guests. Absolutely. And, you know, the Think Negative podcast is meant to educate our community, right? In some small way, every week, some information around COVID-related at Villanova. Mm-hmm. But here today, we have two women who are our student body leaders. They are our president and vice president, Amanda and Carolyn. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we ha- Are you guys the first female team? We're the second. Second. Second yep. female second team. team. It's been a while, though. Yeah, yeah I feel like that was probably the early 2000s, maybe? Yeah. I think it was like 2010. Oh, okay. So not too that that long ago. But so Amanda and Caroline, you are here representing student government as a student body president and vice president. Thank you so much because, you know, we've had some guests on the last few weeks that are giving us great information, but we're not hearing, Jack is here as a student, but we are not hearing the student perspective every week. Uh, And, you know, tell me, how has it been? How have you, you know, we're here almost November, guys. We, we're feeling yeah. like so excited about that. But as the student leaders, just share some information on, you know, like, let it out. Amanda, I'll let you start I, off as I president. think the, uh, the general sense on campus is everyone is just so happy to be here that they'll do anything possible to stay here as long as possible. I think that... Um, you know, certain times people are getting a little more comfortable than others, but overall, I think wearing a mask is such a small price to pay to be on campus and have the experience that, you know, all these college kids deserve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. No, I, I think line. it's been so interesting, like, and I know this is experience a lot of students have, like, a lot of our friends or family members and siblings and stuff aren't even on campus, um, and I think that it's definitely been an adjustment, and I know one thing we've said a lot is this semester has been way more of a marathon than a sprint in terms of just pacing <laughs> ourselves out, um, you know, not having a fall break and having to kind of learn how to take care of ourselves as we keep going. Um, but I, I think there's been, especially since we've started the, you know, Community First events and the um, fire pits, I think that students are pretty happy to be here, and, um, you know, definitely it's all an adjustment, but I think overall, like, you know, I think when we got here, the big question was like, would we be able to stay here till Labor Day, till Halloween, all this? So I think it's been really cool to see everyone come together to make it happen. Right. It's like a marathon that we've been like every mile marker we're like dragging to get to though, right? You like get to the one mile, the next mile. Um, And talking about mile markers, when you guys ran as Mm. president and vice president of the student body, you probably had a platform. Yeah. (laughs) And when did that kind of go out the window? Or how did you kind of change gears to what you needed to do to address the student body Mm -hmm. during COVID? Yeah. Yeah, Like when we were even running, um, I remember Caroline kept telling me about COVID, COVID. And I was like, Caroline, we have an election. Like we (laughs) we need to campaign. Like what are you talking about this COVID? And I think... Honestly, no matter who you are in the school, like, your platform or your idea for the year got mixed up somehow, but I think for us, it was kind of beneficial because we kind of realigned our priorities. Um, You know, things started going from original ideas of, like, more food on campus later for people who were, like, having the munchies at 1 o'clock in the morning to more of, like, diversity, equity, inclusion, and, like, kind of just, like, following the path of the world and trying to realize, like, what issues are important right now and, like, even mental health initiatives and stuff on campus while, like, 
a crazy semester like this unfolds. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, for context, like, our debate for this election was March 10th, and the election mm. was March 16th to 18th, which was literally our first three days home after everyone had been sent home. So um, I think it was crazy election. Um, couldn't really, couldn't make it up. Like, it was <laughs> crazy. But um, I think, like, for both Amanda and I, like, coming into election and we were talking about running, like, obviously advocating for students was, like, our main priority. And to me, it's just been about, like, how we can keep doing that better. And, you know, with COVID, like, how we, there's been so many areas of campus life that, you know, students have wanted to give feedback on or just had a lot of questions about. And it's been, you know, all about how we can, like, just be there for students and, you know, kind of, I think the connection, especially when we were at home over the summer and finishing up the spring semester, like, that connection that student government is supposed to serve between the administration and faculty and staff and students was just that much more important. So And, and quite honestly, Caroline, you're, you're, what you're talking about there, I have seen your, your student government, and as you as leaders, be so much more active. And maybe I've paid attention to it more because of Community First and your, your involvement in that. But just... I have seen a presence so much more than I had in the past few years, you know, um, and I think it's like what you're saying, that you had to adjust the priorities and really be listening and advocating for the student body right now, more so than probably the it was needed before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Before. yeah. Well, I mean, while you're here in your capacity as student government leaders, you're also here as our first students on the on the negative is Father Peter like looming yes, behind Father me? Yes, Father Peter <laughs> in the background. We we record these in the president's office, and so sometimes Father Peter comes up to the window and tries to, you know, derail the conversation <laughs> like he just did. Yeah. So he, he wants his episode to stay the best episode. Yeah, right, that of course, of course, <laughs> not competitive at all. I say with an eye roll. Well, so you guys are here. You're our first students on the show, and so. I just wanted to ask, like, how are you staying, you know, safe and distant? And how are you, like, passing the time and having fun with your friends on campus and socially distant? Yeah. Um, well, I think for me, so I lived on West last year, and then I'm living there again. And um, I think Amanda could attest that last year I, like, was barely in my apartment. I was always running around. Um, I worked with Amanda in student government last year as well. And just was very busy on campus, and I think this year I'm living with the same people, and we've kind of actually had a lot more time to hang out, um, but it's been good. We've, you know, all gotten into shows. We're doing Bachelorette Tuesdays, like, getting some things in, and, you know, I think also, like, just being in person, like, we've all kind of learned, like, what it means to, you know, catch coffee, grab coffee with someone, and yeah, you wear your mask, and you find somewhere to sit outside, but, um, you know, just adjusting to that, but to me, like, there have been so many events on campus. A lot of them have been on Zoom, but, you know, we've all learned how to do that. And um, I think this semester for me has been an opportunity to kind of slow down a little bit. I mean, things have been crazy, but slow down a little bit and think about, like, what I really like about being here, which is, like, those small moments with people and kind of reconnect with that a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Like going off of that, I mean, definitely going out to restaurants with people, like, it's going to have to stop eventually because of a bank account, but <laughs> it's definitely a good way to meet up with friends and everything. Um I'd also agree that I think that human relationships have even gotten stronger through this because people are getting so creative with the ways that they still want to reach out and see the people they care about. Like, my family started doing this thing where every time it's someone's birthday, we all go on Zoom. Like, we would have usually never have done that. It's just 
things like in this environment, um, you really go like above and beyond for the people that you care about and to keep those relationships. So definitely creative, definitely different, but um, still manageable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's awesome. Going into next semester, you know, we're starting to come to the end of that first marathon, right? Mm-hmm. We have another one on the horizon. Yeah. And we got, a, we got a couple months. I was in another meeting earlier, and we were like, yeah, we've had months of this nonstop, and then everything's going to stop completely for mm-hmm. two months, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be a whole other one. Yeah. How are you guys going into that as you know, leaders on campus? What are your biggest priorities looking into that semester? Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, I really appreciate you calling it a second marathon because um, – Something we've been talking about a lot is that, you know, this semester, like, it was so unknown. No one knew how long we're going to be here and everything. And we want to make sure that people aren't, like, super comfortable coming back and, like, you know, not going to follow the like, rules the way that we did when we first got here and we're so unsure. Um, I think over the break, uh, our, like, biggest goal is going to be to, like, have student government, like, function completely as before we come back. Because sometimes in the semester is kind of damage control, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on and like um, kind of being a little bit more reactive than proactive. Um, so I think for us, like over over our break, it's just going to be, you know, making sure that we get the time we need to rest because I think no matter who you are on this campus, you really need a rest. Um, even my professors were saying they miss fall break so much. Um, so definitely taking the time to, you know, have some self, self-care and everything and then kind of just slowly pick things back up so that when you get back to campus, it's not, like, hitting you all at once, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I think, like, this semester with student government, like, we didn't really have the chance to be strategic or proactive about anything because it was just so much about being reactive and responding to, you know, new updates about campus and what campus life would be like and then, you know, different things that they come up. So I think, yeah, definitely trying to balance taking a break and then also, um, you know, for me, I'm thinking a lot about, like, nine weeks or however long our break is, like, is a long time to be away from campus, so for students who want to be more connected with the university or, you know, making sure that they're still feeling like they're part of the community over that time. And then, yeah, doing what we can to go into the spring semester strong. And, you know, there's different projects we've wanted to work on that have kind of gone to the wayside because of everything we've had to do, which has obviously been the priority. But I think we're looking forward to just, I think, you know, there's still a lot of unknowns about the spring semester, but we at least know at least for me, we know that if everyone in our community keeps doing what they're doing, like, this is a possibility and, like, we can do this. So I feel like with that kind of out of the way, we can, you know, think about, like, what we want to accomplish in the spring, which is exciting. Yeah, and, you know, we have, you know, highs and lows of this. Obviously, you know, we started off the thing negative by saying, like, there would be times where we're having conversations here with folks where we might laugh, but we are also recognizing the seriousness of, of COVID-19. But on campus, too, we recognize that. But there are some highs and things we've learned from this. And, you know, like that that self-care, you know, that having conversations about that is something that we've learned about um, more so than we do in a regular year. But I also think, you know, maybe we're going to make some changes to the way in which you operate as mm-hmm. a student body, uh, you know, the student government. And, like, as a person who is involved with some administrative pieces, you know, like, maybe we should hand out portable chairs to every new student class, you know, like, because those deepening of friendships <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. you know, things that were kind of taking away from this experience that maybe we didn't have to do things the same way mm-hmm. all the time. 
um, are good lessons and to look at the next semester and what lessons can we learn from this semester to bring to that next marathon. For sure. Um, but you guys have been great partners and in all of it, and that's a, like a lesson for me, you know, that the student body, the student government has always been, um, you know, sh- you know, strategic with the president's office, with, um, you know, Father Peter and, and staff um, in student life. But um, I think more so this year than ever, you've had to partner with all these different offices on campus. And so what have you learned about this community from this experience that, you know, I'll say a high and a low? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think. Um, I think that uh, Caroline and I have been really fortunate that we've been in like um, higher positions in student government for a while. So we were able to make really good relationships with so many different people that work here and like who are on different like parts of campus. Um, a high I think I have is the fact that if you have a question about something, there's always someone that will not only answer it, but explain it to you and listen to you. I think that's the biggest thing um, for me is that so many people that work here like are willing to like hear you out and explain their logic to you. Like things that go on on campus, it's never like a blind decision or um, anything like that. So I think something that I've realized in this role has been that um, when students have questions and stuff, we actually are able to like figure out like why like things are the way they are and we can relay it back. Um, so I think just really figuring out like where SGA is between the students and, and the administration, faculty, and everybody. Um, I'm trying to think of a low. Uh, I might let Caroline go first, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, too, for me, the high, like, and especially, like, some of the work we did this summer, like, it was just incredible to see, like, how many people, especially the staff, were, like, working so hard to make this semester happen, and when I think about, like, all the areas on campus that we had to get creative, like, when I think about how mass is so different, but we're able to make that work, and so many aspects of student life, um, yeah, I think, to me, like, so many people have gone just above and beyond their job, like, when you're at the fire pits on the weekend, and you see staff, like, being there, um, I think that's just been really cool, and, you know, I, I think, like, obviously, Amanda and I both kind of ended up here, because we did feel such a strong sense of community at Villanova, and I think that's only, you know, kind of, like, resonated more with us. Um, in terms of a low, I, I think one struggle for us has been just, you know, um, having, like, feeling like we want to empower students to kind of be informed, and then just with so much going on, like, sometimes it's hard, um, and I think that one thing we struggle with is, like, as Amanda was saying, you know, with almost every decision made on campus, like, we, if we inquire about it, like, we do get an explanation, but I think, you know, with students, and I'm not putting this on students, because I think this has, you know, been such a crazy semester, I think sometimes it's hard to explain what went behind a decision, and also not always satisfactory, so, I think that's something I'm going to struggle, just, like, relaying information and making sure people feel informed, but also that they're, you know, that there's transparency. And I think that's always a struggle in student government. Right, but, right. Yeah. But you guys have done a great job. Well, both of you talked a little bit about student government's role as the sort of intermediary, intermediary between students and the administration. If students have questions, right, and want to reach out to you guys, what's the best way for them to do that? I mean, we have lots of contact ways. We have our email, which is just sga at Villanova.edu. We do have an office in Doherty. We've, you know, Amanda and I are there all the time. We have less all the time, stu- <laughs> all the time like scary amount of time. Um, we have had less students coming just because of COVID. Um, and then we are still on social media and have a whole team that's pretty responsive on there. 
Yeah, I think Caroline and I have also just been getting, like, personal direct messages yeah. on Instagram, too, <laughs> when people have questions, which is totally fine. Yeah. Whatever whatever route is easiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to also, we also have our phone numbers available um, and our personal emails available on those magnets that we give all the freshmen. <laughs> They're also online everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to find our phone numbers and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> so, yeah, any anything like that. And you guys have coming up. You're do, you're real involved with Let's Vote Nova, yes. right? So we have Halloween weekend yes. this weekend, which I did share ahead of time. I was going to ask you what you were doing, but you don't have to get into it um, because we have all these programs on campus yes. happening. I'm sure you're going to be a part of some of that. The mm-hmm. tent or treating, tent or, or yeah. Um, but look, talk to me just for a minute about the Let's Vote Nova. Yeah. So what do the students need to know? Yeah, so I can get into that. Let's Vote Nova is kind of something I've been working on with student involvement, and then also our Office of Government Relations on campus. We kind of started last year talking about the election, and, you know, I think there's so much different about the election at this point than there was last August when we started talking about it, just the fact that we're in the pandemic and everything that's gone into it. But, um, you know, the whole idea is really, like, even going back to Villanova's mission statement talks directly about, like, the need to be um, civically engaged and um, Villanova, you know, has done voter registration and voter um, turnout efforts in the past, but it hasn't necessarily been centralized. So that's something we really want to do. So yeah, we've we really pushed voter registration up until a few weeks ago when the deadline was, and now for election day, which hard to believe is on Tuesday, um, we're doing a few different things to support students. Um, we are going to have shuttles um, to the polls. So campus is split into four different wards with four different. Uh, polling locations, which is a whole other thing to get into, but we'll have shuttles to all of them. So um, on election day, um, the polls are open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., and we're going to have shuttles from, I believe it's 8 or 9 a.m. Um, until the polls close. And so they'll all be leaving from Connolly Center. So students can just go there, um, and we're going to have lots of staff and students on hand to help you figure out where you're registered, you know, if something comes up and you're having trouble voting, anything like that. But yeah, we're, you know, really encouraging students to vote. And I one thing we've, you know, been talking about is like voting is a way of putting community first, like because your vote impacts not only you, but also your entire community. And yeah, we're excited to kind of see how it plays out. And we've had so much engagement from students in terms of, you know, we've had students reach out with all kinds of questions about how to register and how to vote. So we're definitely excited to see how it goes. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for your coordinated effort with that. It's it's wonderful. So Well, I think that that should do it. There's a whole lot between now and next week in terms of getting involved. And uh, so obviously, if you're listening to this, go vote. Go to Tent or Treat. Go to (laughs) Halloween Weekend. And uh, keep your Vs up and your masks on. We'll see you next week. 